0: podcasters
1: assemble hey
0: it's chris from the comic zombie podcast here
2: this is kate from the Blabba the Hut podcast
0: hello i am the
3: robo gonzalez 9001
4: this is eric slater from epic fails of history
3: hello this is paul salt from screen mayhem and one good thing podcast here to talk to you about my predictions, or perhaps apprehensions, or excitements about Rise of the Skywalker.
1: Star Wars, Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. Probably. Troital Power has vanished, preoccupied by his fatherly duties. In his absence, Tyler has risen from the ashes of the podcast and will not rest until the Rise of Skywalker episode has been released. With the support of listeners like you, he assembles a brave group of podcasters to reveal their most disturbing and possibly embarrassingly wrong theories about Episode 9. Beware of spoilers for all films and extended universe materials, including The Mandalorian and possibly episode nine in the surprising scenario that someone is actually correct about something. This is not going to go the way you think.
4: First off, I want to start with an addendum to the last episode. I kinda sorta spaced out and completely forgot to talk about the theme of The Last Jedi. Which is kind of ironic because it's literally the main theme of my own podcast. In episode 8, Yoda tells Luke the greatest teacher failure is. And it's absolutely true. We all learn through trial and error. Everyone makes mistakes, but it's all about what you learn from those mistakes going forward. And I think when it comes to the themes of this trilogy, The Force Awakens was about history repeating itself. The Last Jedi was all about learning from the mistakes of the past. And I'm really hoping that The Rise of Skywalker will further that message. That to succeed, we need to heed the lessons of the past to build a brighter future.
2: And I'm getting really excited and a little sad. It's the end of an era and we have to say goodbye to some of our cherished characters. I'm hoping that we get resolution and something that just beautifully ties together all nine episodes and leaves you feeling like this was a good Star Wars movie.
4: The main thing I want out of this movie is a Return of the King-like conclusion. It needs to have an epic battle, it needs to tie up loose ends and it absolutely needs to have a happy ending i'll even welcome a 40 minute epilogue in a lot of ways i'm not really sure what to expect from this next chapter especially with the way the last movie set things up for all we know it could literally end with gandalf riding eagles in to save the day at the last second uh
0: to be perfectly honest i really don't know what to expect from this movie at all um you know other than the fact that it's going to be competently made well acted and and well edited i guess Uh, the special effects will probably be really impressive But, you know, for the life of me, I don't know how the title ties in unless it's to do with maybe Kylo Ren. You know, I don't know.
2: Um, Who is the Skywalker? I kind of think I have a few theories on that, but maybe that's going to be the new Jedi going forward. Like instead of being called Jedi's, they'd actually be called Skywalkers. And that would be the Rise of Skywalker. Um, it could be Kylo, since he's technically a Skywalker.
0: Uh, technically he's a Solo, I guess, but he's also part Skywalker.
2: Could be Rey.
0: I I don't think they're gonna make a swerve and have Rey be a Skywalker or something like that, but it's, uh, the title alone kind of confused me a little bit, but in a good way, it intrigues me. You know, it could be referring to Luke, of course, in some way.
2: Could be Palpatine. Who knows? and of course with Star Wars titles they usually have more than one meaning as well so
3: so I guess the big thing for me is that I did love The Last Jedi there was this huge fan reaction to The Last Jedi some of which wasn't positive I think it's fair to say and so my big concern is that we're gonna, this is gonna be a cinematic walk back you know, we're gonna revise certain things, we're gonna revisit certain controversial decisions, and I'm worried that it's going to take the easy route. Uh, Let's start with Rey's parents. I like that they're no one. It's good. It means that she's not tied to all this. It means the Force is open to anyone who believes in it, or who can really feel it. It's not just this one, you know, select bloodline that you have to be a part of, otherwise you don't get to use the Force. Because after all, what about all those Jedis who used to exist? You know, the ones who got killed off by Order 66. They were all Skywalkers. So I like the idea that, you know, the force is wider than this one bl- blood group. So And also just the the idea of being untethered, you know? The idea that Rey doesn't have blood connections to this drama just makes her more interesting. Which way is she going to go?
0: Um, she seems to have some weird connection to things, and I, I really am intrigued to see where they go with that. I feel like it has a lot of potential... Um, but I, for the life of me, I couldn't predict where they're going to go with it. Um, I haven't really put that much thought into what I would do with it or anything like that, just because I feel like it's in much more capable
3: hands than mine. So you know, what does it matter what I would do with it? Uh... They've yet to come up with a compelling reason, really, for her to go to the dark side. But the advantage is that there's not that much of a reason for her to stay light either. And that's interesting. She's a, she's a less predictable hero than Luke was and I'd like to see that explored. And this is the last chance we get to do it, and they've teased us with the prospect of her going dark, so I hope that that is realized well.
2: Things that I think might happen, possibly Raylo. I'm not sure, because I still kind of think Ray might be a Skywalker. Hopefully, uh, JJ will shed a little more light on the parent issue with Ray. I think there's more to the story.
0: Oh, yeah, and if it's not too much to ask, can we please avoid the surprise sibling reveal where we find out that, like, you know, Finn is Rey's cousin and Poe is BB-8's uncle and Luke is actually R2-D2's stepfather? I don't care. Just no more surprise reveals. The universe does not need to be made smaller. Thank you very much.
2: As far as Ben Demption, I think that's a really big possibility.
0: I'd really like to see... Chewbacca, get his um, get his due. You know, get get his revenge on Kylo Ren for straight up killing Han Solo. If anybody kills Kylo Ren, I know thematically it would probably end up being Rey. But damn it, it should be Chewie. I mean, come on, man. And you know, for Kylo fans, you don't want him to die. Fine, I get it. But you gotta admit, seeing Chewbacca straight up just rage out on somebody would be pretty satisfying. And if you're gonna do that, you might as well do it to like emo Vader. So I would love to see that. Um, I would like to see Luke show us what Obi-Wan meant when he, you know, told Darth Vader in episode four, if you strike me down, it'll become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. And then he proceeded to just kind of, like, offhandedly give advice off-screen for a couple of movies. He didn't really seem to show that much power. Um, you know, I can hang around as a projection-looking character. It doesn't really seem super awesome. But maybe there's more to it, as we saw in Episode 8, where Yoda's calling down lightning and <coughs> Um, excuse me. Maybe maybe Luke's on to something. Maybe there was a reason he evaporated at the end of uh, Episode 8. So... I'd like to see him do something, if at all possible. (laughs) I
2: think we'll see at least Luke, and probably we saw Yoda before. Maybe we'll see a Force Ghost Anakin, and maybe Obi-Wan. I don't know. As far as the whole Palpatine thing, I don't know what's going on with that. Is he going to be a Force Ghost? Is he going to have not really died?
0: I'm not really sure why in the world you would feel the need to include Palpatine, um, but to be fair I'm not even certain he's in the movie it's just from marketing and trailers and things like that I assume that you know those clips that they've used are used for a reason but it could be totally something that we're not expecting at all uh, and that's kind of one of the reasons I'm really excited about it is I don't really know anything about it and it's been a long time since there's been some big uh some big blockbuster type movie you know summer blockbuster and um, and not known a lot about it you know I always know everything about the Marvel films and uh, you know, half the horror movies that come out and stuff like that, and uh, so it's a little—I don't know—I guess—refreshing to not know anything about such a big movie. Uh, it's exciting. I would prefer not to have Palpatine in it. I feel like his story's done, but you know, we'll see what they do. Uh, no Ewoks, please, unless it's in a joking way, like you see the skeleton of one or something like that. Ha ha ha! We killed him. Um, I—for those that watch the Mandalorian, the recent episode with Bill Burr. They made a Gungan joke, and it was kind of funny, but it was also like, ugh, can we just please not reference those at all? So I would prefer to avoid any reference to episodes 1 through 3 if at all possible. But, since we are talking
4: about fan theories, I do have this theory about Palpatine in episode 9, and I'm 1000% sure that I'm wrong, but here's my Deep Cut's lore field headcanon anyway. So, the Emperor, aka Darth Sidious, is not what he appears to be. We first meet Senator Palpatine in the prequels, and we quickly figure out that he's the not-so-secret Sith Lord hiding in the shadows. He's manipulating planets like pawns, orchestrating wars between clones and droids, building Death Stars, hiring assassins, buying off senators, hoarding kyber crystals, murking jedis, and ultimately consolidating unlimited power, and establishing the first galactic empire. Uh, Throughout all this, Palpatine manipulates young Anakin Skywalker and is nearly stopped by Mace Windu. During the scene where Mace turns Palpatine's force lightning back on himself, we see him change. The Emperor claims that he was left scarred and deformed. But I would argue that this is the first time we see his true form. When Palpatine tells Anakin about the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise, he says that Plagueis learned how to cheat death and that he taught his apprentice everything he knew. It's heavily implied that Sidious was that apprentice, but what if Sidious was actually Plagueis? What if the immortal Darth Plagueis eventually took over the body of his apprentice? For all we know, Palpatine himself was just another host for this ancient embodiment of evil. It also might explain why Palpatine looks like he aged a thousand years in a matter of minutes. In The Phantom Menace, the Jedi Council talks about how the Sith hadn't been seen for a thousand years, before Darth Maul shows up and stabs Liam Neeson. Think about it though, why do you think Palpatine was so quick to replace Count Dooku for a younger, more powerful model? I mean, yeah, Dooku is a dumb name and everything, but... I think that Palpatine wanted to use this apprentice as a host. I think after Order 66 his plan was to transfer his consciousness into Skywalker's body. But then, Vader got barbecued on Mustafar and became more machine than man. So what did Palpatine do? He bided his time. He waited until another worthy candidate came along in the form of Skywalker's son, Luke. It was pretty clear that Palpatine wanted to replace Vader with Luke, but there's a moment where Palpatine begs Luke to strike him down and his journey to the dark side would be complete. Could it be that Palpatine wanted to take over Luke's body? Then flash forward to Episode 7 where a new mysterious villain shows up leading the First Order, Supreme Leader Snoke. It's never clearly stated that he's a Sith Lord, but it's pretty obvious he's powerful with the dark side of the Force. He's a very Palpatine-esque character, so much so that it might not be coincidence. We're told he tempted Ben Solo to turn his back on the new Jedi Order and join the Knights of Ren. Then, in episode 8, Snoke is unceremoniously sliced in half by Kylo Ren. My argument is that Palpatine... Darth Plagueis and Snoke are all one and the same. I believe that when Vader killed Palpatine, he released his spirit, which then possessed Snoke, and then when Kylo killed Snoke, he then sought out a new host. Possibly Kylo? Maybe General Hux? Or could it be that his goal was to corrupt and possess Rey? Perhaps the key to Palpatine's unnatural longevity is related to some form of Horcrux-style Sith magic. I guess my point is that Palpatine is Voldemort. He's evil and willing to sacrifice the entire galaxy in his quest for eternal life. No matter what twists and turns Episode Nine has in store, I look forward to being proven wrong.
3: I don't want Snoke to have been anyone. I'm happy with him just being a sort of guy, a chancer, you know, who just managed to use the dark side in order to convince young, vulnerable people to join him. Sort of creepy cult leader, that made sense to me that he would do that. I'm apprehensive about The Emperor coming back, because one thing about The Force Awakens is, as much as I love it, it was very heavily steeped in the nostalgia of the past, and I am worried that this film is going to lean a little too heavily on its heritage and legacy, which the trailers have all done, but which previous movies, including Force Awakens, have been interesting twists upon. So I hope they're going to continue that and that this won't just be a parade of things that you recognize.
2: So I'm very sad and nervous because I think we might lose one of our beloved droids, R2-D2 or C-3PO. Back when we got that clip showing 3PO with the red eyes, everyone was like, Ah, he's going to the dark side! I was like, I think it might be a self-destruct mode or something. And then that trailer we got where he says, I'm taking one last look at my friends. Like, seemingly confirmed that. But then again, you never know. With trailers, are they misdirecting you? And then plus c he's kind of a drama queen. He could just be like going away on a mission or something and being all dramatic. I've kind of heard Anthony Daniels wanted a bigger role and... What better way to do that than to have your characters sacrifice themselves?
0: Okay, my prediction for Rise of Skywalker is somewhere in the movie, R2-D2 and BB-8 are going <laughs> to... I realize most of you humans probably don't pick up on the hints, but there's some very clear sexual tension between those two. There's a lot, I think, that we're going to look back on and really, really enjoy that we had no idea was something we even wanted. And that's kind of the magic of Star Wars is that it's such a diverse huge universe that you're constantly getting surprised by things that kind of feel familiar um, generally because they have some kind of you know basis in another genre or whatever. Uh, but through this new uh, kind of kaleidoscope universe and you, it's kind of like, oh man, that's that flavor I always wanted but I never knew it was even there. Um, so I think that, you know, episode nine has a really good chance of being that kind of movie where you're maybe a little uncertain about it, or maybe you're excited and curious and cautious or whatever. But I think when you walk out, you'll probably end up all enjoying it quite a lot. Um, I think, you know, for the most part, everybody enjoyed episode seven and I, you know, I know that episode eight has its detractors and it's not my favorite, but it's a really well-made movie. Um, so I, you know, I expect more of the same and uh, hopefully 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 we're not looking back and going man they really 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 crapped the bed there in episode nine uh, especially that part where the ewoks and gungans showed up to save the day like sweet jesus
3: i'm relatively sure it'll be an entertaining film jj abrams tends to make entertaining films they're just films that you love when you're watching them and then you walk away and think huh i have problems there with the story that was told And I'm not sure how substantial it was. It's the feeling I had coming away from... um, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. And it's the feeling I had coming away from Force Awakens. And of course my opinion did eventually warm up the longer I was away from it. But I am worried about how I'm going to feel when I see Rise of the Skywalker. Well, let's just see if it's as entertaining as Ryan Johnson's new movie, Knives Out. Which is still in theaters, incidentally. Just a reminder.
2: But all in all, I'm cautiously optimistic. I tend to really like J.J. Abrams as a director. And I don't know, I just seem to align with the way he does things most of the time. So that gives me hope, and may the Force be with us all.
4: Honestly, with how good the last two movies have been, I completely trust them to stick the landing.
0: So, yeah, I am looking forward to it. December 20th, 2019, I'll be there. Uh, if not on the 20th, shortly thereafter, because I have a job and a wife, and sometimes you can't go to the movies when you want to, which sucks, but, yeah, go Star Wars. Jesus Christ, did I really just say go Star Wars?
1: Podcasters Assemble, Probably, Season 2, The Rise of Podcast, is a production of the We Can Make This Work Probably Podcast Network. This episode edited and produced by Tyler. Find more of our shows at probablywork.com and learn how to contribute to future episodes of Podcasters Assembled, Probably by looking us up on Twitter at Casters Assemble. Submissions are always open. Thank you to everyone who was able to contribute to this episode. Be sure to check the show notes for links to places where you can find them all online. Podcasters assembled probably will return in Star Wars, Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker.
3: What you just said was wrong.